This is the Gore and Mole Podcast with your host, TJ Bowser, Chad Chrisman, and Big Johnny D. We have such sights to tell you. Hey, you out there. Hey, listener, take a look at yourself. Want to know why you look like shit? Because you aren't wearing Dubak merch. Take your ugly ass over to dubackdiscussion.net and click on the merch tab. Pick up some hot fucking swag, then you can become a sexual tyrannosaurus just like us. Hello there, creepy girls. Do you like spooky things in horror movies? Then Cabin 13 has the stuff for you! Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more! You can find them on Facebook and Instagram! Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, busts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range and selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. So, you may ask yourself, Gormore, did you sell out with that new intro? Absolutely. It's <laughs> <laughs> a definite... <laughs> So, as always, this is your host with the most, TJ Bowser, and joining me is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gormore? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amon. What the fuck's going on, guys? Today is August 26th. 2019 and we got a banger for you today but first the slice of life johnny what did you do this week oh i did uh more construction on a buddy's house actually so still continuing that bullshit it's not even my house (laughs) but you know gotta help out the friends because you know they help you but uh no man fucking pretty much just started cleaning up my house i actually just relaxed played a bunch more spider-man which was nice and uh have you guys played it by chance or no not yet nope not then i'm not going to say anything <laughs> that, that's, um, that's i told my wife i want I mean, that for my like, birthday well no man i want to spoil shit for you guys man i want you to enjoy it and then we'll talk about it after that. i can't play shit at the moment that's fair well you're a busy boy man that's good uh but no man just uh pretty much just you know doing the fucking daily grind and bullshit adult uh watched a bunch of horror movies over the weekend you guys will probably fucking rip on me for this one but that's fair uh i picked up the paranormal activity fucking collection because it was 11 bucks on amazon so i've been watching those because the wife absolutely hates them which makes me love them even more i like them i actually like the first couple yeah one through three pretty good the first, the first three, two or three were my favorites. Yeah. I have not seen five or six. Mark ones and the ghost dimension. Yeah, those are the yes. Those are the last two. I've actually heard marked ones is not as standalone as everybody says it is. It's not. And it's actually One pretty good. Three. If you stick with the trilogy, it's fine. Beyond that, they're like, ooh, let's get into really creepy fucking behind the scenes shit and not do it well. Kind of like, it's kind of like the Hellraiser series. After the first three, it it went downhill. It just tanks. Yeah. What, what I mean, sorry, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, no, no. You you go ahead. No, I was gonna say like because the third one is honestly my favorite, and I know everybody. You know, dude, the the kitchen scenes with the fan and shit like that, dude. Like, I don't know, man. That just makes me absolutely love that movie. Oh, this is just funny because I was just thinking about the third one like the other day. Yeah. I don't know why, but I was just. I think it was um, after watching Amityville Horror. I was trying to remember the name of the demon in uh, Paranormal Activity. Help! Yeah, and then I remember, I remember the scene where I picked up the one girl by her ponytail. <laughs> Your name is Toby. Um, yeah, for the old for the old people out there, listen, that's some roots. It is. Uh, <laughs> Bobby, what did you do this week? There you go. Thank you. <laughs> what did I do this week? Um, Saturday, I was at a show in Philly. The um the co- the Comic Con they were having there. Oh, okay. Keystone Comic Con. Yeah, that's where I was. I was working a, a booth with a buddy of mine. Was representing Gorn Moore with my T-shirt. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Absolutely. 
And then yesterday I was down the shore and, um, that was pretty much it. Uh, normal shit. Oh, and I'm um, at Keystone. Um, poster signed by John Carpenter. What? Totally fluke. He, he had a booth there. He's, he's now, um, with a comic, um, company. And so if you buy a comic, they put you in a raffle. So they, they put me in the raffle. It took them eight numbers to find somebody who actually could fucking win it. Cause nobody had any of the numbers. Hmm. <laughs> Only my number came up and I won two posters. I won the fog and then the mouth of madness. And they were drawn by comic illustrators and they were signed by him. That's awesome. That is sweet. That is and, fucking sweet. And then he was selling posters from his personal collection. So I know some of us here don't like the new Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> but I bought the new Halloween poster from his collection for 50 bucks. But wow, that's actually really, that's yeah. really badass because you could say it's not just a Halloween poster. Fucking John Carpenter himself owned this. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, the weird part was I'm like 50 bucks. Like he's selling cheap. Like yeah. you would think somebody would be selling for like hundreds of dollars. Like this is from. And so the guy said, we're almost out of this poster. I said, I'll take the last one if you got it. And you see the Carpenter go down in his little little box. And he pulls out the poster and he says, that's my last one. Wow. Fucking shit. Okay. I like it when you go in my <laughs> little box. <laughs> So, God damn it, you it was, guys it was, missed the joke. I said, got it. Damn it. I heard you, but I was busy talking, God damn it. <laughs> I, I got to take over the talking because, you know, TJ, you talk too much. You I do. do, you bastard. Okay. Son of a bitch. Chad, what'd you do this week? Well, this week I worked and uh, my wife and kids were gone for a couple of days. They went to a amusement park, so I had some time to myself, and I finally got a chance to watch some movies. I watched uh, Kong Skull Island. I know I'm about two years late on that, but I finally got to watch that, which is really good. And uh, the new Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which is fucking fantastic. TJ, yeah, I still need to see that shit. I know, TJ, the you're the a big, graphics on the monsters are great. You're a big Godzilla fan, too. It was I loved that film. It was, me, too. I, it's, <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't been as excited to watch a movie a second time mm-hmm. since probably at least Infinity War or before. Like, this is like 10 times better than fucking Endgame was this year. Oh, this see. is my pick of the year. That was awesome. It, yeah. it was a great movie. I can respect that. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. Absolutely. Right on. Right on. But other than that, just work. I know this week is going to be hell. It's the end of the month, so we're going to be working our asses off. Oh, and my son starts kindergarten in two days, so we're all pretty excited oh. about that. Nice. Clapping away. Clapping away. Yeah, thank you, guys. You guys are a week ahead of us. That's funny because we're behind most everyone else. <laughs> yeah, we start uh, Tuesday after Labor Day there. Wow. I haven't made out of pre-K yet, so he's ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You'll get there, buddy. <laughs> I'm working on it. I've been going for five years now. Just getting there. I finally put the triangle in the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that really caught TJ for some reason. <laughs> he like exploded over here. I just imagine Bobby like standing in front of the, one of those puzzles, just like smashing a triangle against a square. <laughs> a machete in my hand going, it won't go in. <laughs> Trying to fit at one of those little tables. <laughs> those chairs are fucking tiny. <laughs> so this week I did Rabbit Hole on Saturday featuring a small little interview snippet from the Robert England. I shared my Robert England story on there, which again, most of you guys, if you don't listen to rabbit hole time, to shameless plug my other show with Mick Strawn. find that every Saturday on Spotify, iTunes, Google play, and the wonderful dobackdiscussion.net. But did a lot of cool things at, you know, behind the scenes stuff and moved my girlfriend into her new apartment this weekend. Always fucking great with that stuff. But other than that, just keeping it busy, producing content for them do-backers out there, (laughs) and, uh, you know, getting shit done, making big moves behind the scenes, and I can't wait to show you everything that we have in store. And what we have in store today, motherfuckers, is Tales from the Crypts, Demon Knight. Chad, give them deets. Okay, now I just want to say this is one of my favorite movies. It's just, it's just a fun movie. It was directed by Ernest Dickerson, written by Mark Bishop, Ethan Reif, and Cyrus Voris. 
produced by Gilbert Adler and starring the great Billy Zane as the collector, William Sadler as Frank Breaker, Jada Pinkett before she was Jada Pinkett Smith as Geraldine, Thomas Hayden Church as Roach, CCH Pounder as Irene, John Kassir as the voice of the immortal Crypt Keeper, Brenda Backey as Cordelia, the phenomenal Dick Miller as Uncle Willie, Gary Farmer as Deputy Bob, Ryan O'Donohue as Danny, Charles Fleischer as Wally. Charles Fleischer was the voice of Roger Rabbit, by the way, guys. And oh, okay. John Shuck as Sheriff Tupper. Music by Edward Shearmer. Uh, cinematography by Rick Boda. Edited by Stephen Lovejoy. Distributed by Universal Pictures. Released January 13th, 1995. Has a runtime of 92 minutes. Budget of 13 million. Grossed about 21.1 million at the box office. And you ready for that trailer, guys? Fucking Scream Factory! Universal Pictures is proud to present the motion picture directing debut of one of America's most talented and respected artists. Cut! Cut, 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 cut! Oh, hello, kitties. So glad you could join me. Fucking sounds familiar. Hollywood in a big way. I'm directing my first feature film. Care for a little shriek preview? For my big screen premiere, I wanted lots of suspense. Special effects. Sex. Violence. The kind of thing you can really sink your teeth into. Frights! Camera! Action! Johnny D, what's the plot? Yo. What's the plot? Bum, 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 bum. Plot rundown. <clears throat> Demon Knight tells the story of a drifter named Frank Bracker, who is played by William Sadler, who arrives in Wormwood, Texas, and seeks refuge in a church-turned-hotel where he meets no-nonsense landlady, Irene, played by C.C.H. Pounder. Yeah, Pounder. <laughs> that's a great name that's a great name <laughs> and her niece Jerline, Jada Pinkett not Smith alcoholic Uncle Willie Dick Miller prostitute Cordelina Brendan Burke and her Brent, how, I don't even know how the hell it was. Brenda Baki is that what it is whatever whatever it's she doesn't like Bukaki it's Baki yeah that, that's what I was kind of going with <laughs> oh, very appropriate <laughs> Cordelia Bukaki um and her abusive boyfriend slash pimp Roach played by Thomas Hayden Church and fired mailman Wally played by Charles Flusher who hopelessly is in love with Cordelia not long after Brecker's arrival a handsome and charming gentleman in a trench coat and a cowboy hat Known only as the Collector, played by Billy Zane, and you also know him as the Phantom. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, nothing. Right, fuck it. Whatever. Fuck you guys. Shows up to the <laughs> shows up with Sheriff Tucker. You're the you're like the one person that's seen the Phantom. <laughs> Bro, I used to have the Got Milk fucking poster. I, even, I just dude. thought Titanic. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was Titanic. <laughs> or Sniper. Yeah. Sniper. Um. Hey, man, it was like, what, the same, what the hell, anyway, whatever, never mind. There was like some other shitty superhero movie, Shadow, that's what it was, it was like the same fucking time. 
Oh, oh yeah, that had Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yep, terrible. Uh, shows up with Sheriff Tupper, played by John Shuck, and Deputy Bob, played by Gary Farmer, seeking a key-shaped artifact that he claims Brecker stole from him. The collector soon reveals that he's actually a demonic bounty hunter and quickly lays siege to the hotel, raising up an army of demonic Cybermen and to aid him into... <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Don't tell me he didn't fucking pull a Napa and th- fucking totally threw out Cyberman. He did. Uh, <laughs> raising an army of demonic minions to aid him in his, getting his hands, his dirty hands on the key and going about tempting some of the hotel's residents with their innermost desires. Bracken reveals to the residents, well, those that survived the demonic onslaught, that the key once contained the blood of Jesus Christ, and subsequently that one of the previous guardians of the key. The key can ward off evil if it contains blood, but will bring about the end of the world as we know it if it runs out and is used by the forces of darkness. Dun, Chad, dun. your notes. Uh, well, you know, let's before we go to the notes, I always like to discuss it first. So, uh, gentlemen, Word. discuss. What did you think? Crazy plot. Really think about it. <laughs> I fucking it loved it, it, dude. <laughs> it's brilliant. I, it's it, you could just tell it's fun by reading. Right, right, and it's tales from I'm, the crypt, so it's like uh, you just kind of unplug your mind and go with it. Right, like as soon as you see tales of crypt, you're like, all right, we know it's gonna be a little cheese ball. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be awesome gore because the movies they definitely went the movies they went way more ham than they did with what was it on HBO? I think it was. Yeah, it's on HBO. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, I fuck it, and you know. I was debating on whether watching it again because it was still pretty fresh in my mind from watching it a few months ago when we didn't need to watch it. <laughs> and uh, But no, I was just like, no, fuck that, dude. I, I want to watch it again because I fucking love Billy Zane in this, dude. It is, he is great. Oh, it? yeah. He steals the whole show. Absolutely. It was really funny as I'm sitting there watching it last night. I was debating whether I wanted to finish watching it or go to bed. I'm like, I've seen this a bunch of times. I don't need to see it. Ah, but what the hell? I want to watch it. <laughs> it's one of those you just can't turn your eyes away. It's 90s cheese, too. 90s it is. 80s. It's 90s fantastic cheese. Oh, dude. It, yeah. It's got a killer cast, a killer story, and the effects are fucking incredible. They reminded me a lot of the Evil Dead movies for some reason. Oh, yes. They're over the top. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. It, was, it was intentional, uh, too. Not even that, but probably just like the way the people were demonically possessed, how they could switch, switch in and out from like normal form to back to like demonic. And I like, like how they, yeah, too, they yeah, start yeah. at the bottom of the hotel and slowly work themselves up to the top by making these barriers and they constantly get broken in diff- different ways till they reach the very tippy top. And then they have that final showdown at the very top yeah. of this tower. And that, you know, it's, it's, it just shows it's a movie that has the story's evolution, literally rising. It's, it's really cool. And, and it's such, it's, it's such a unique movie in that sense. And also the characters were very well done. And, you know, some of them were over the top, but some of them, some of them were, you know, right there, nailed it right on the head and just made everything flow so well. But that's all Absolutely. I'm going to say. I also want to point out it had a fantastic soundtrack, too. Oh, yeah. It was like an all-star soundtrack. It had Ministry. It had Pantera. Uh, help me out. Who else did it have? Uh, who was it that does that? Hey, man, nice shot. Do you guys remember? Oh, shit. I fucking forgot. Bobby doesn't yeah, even know what the uh, the soundtrack to Freddy vs. Jason's fight is. <laughs> I wasn't fucking paying attention to the sound. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's in the background. You know, He's as soon as he picks them up, it's like that guitar ladder. squeal. Yeah, boy. Anyway. Guitar squeals like that, oh, dude. Come on. Oh, I just broke the Friday thing. You did. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> what? Oh, you didn't. Technically, it's not Friday. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, we're only 20 minutes in. We're good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, Chad, sweet notes? My sweet Sweet notes. Sweet notes, baby. Give it to us. Give it to us, baby. I'm sorry, Gore, more people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, crack it. Continue. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not Saturday. You can't crack crack open a cold one with the boys. I thought it was Tuesday when I woke up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, uh, unlike episodes of the HBO series, the stories was not adapted from the pages of EC Comics. Most of the episodes, if not all of them, were adapted from comic books. Uh, the first draft of the script was actually written in 1987, two years. Thank you. Two years prior to the HBO series debut, it was first. 
Yeah. Crack him open, boys. Hey, let's get to cracking. So it was uh, it was originally intended to be made into a film by director Tom Holland, who planned to shoot it as a follow-up to Child's Play. Spider-Man. Todd. Oh. Wait, wait, Tom Holland. Wait. The hell's the- he got it right. You said yeah, Tom is- Holland. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a- I guess so. Oh shit. Damn. <laughs> so uh, Holland hired an FX team to do preliminary sketches, but he ultimately went on to direct uh, Fatal Beauty. So next, the script wound up in the hands of Pumpkinhead screenwriter Mark Carducci, who sat on it for several years before it was given to Pet Cemetery director Mary Lambert. Uh, she had some radical ideas for the script, including casting an African-American as Breaker to create a theme that the oppressed people of Earth is also its saviors. Social justice warrior crap. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, she went on to direct. <laughs> you know what that just reminded me of? Remember that time on Dubac when we played the, uh, the social warrior? justice warrior? <laughs> yeah, we, we played the warrior song, and every time she sang uh, "I am the warrior," I'd scream social justice before. <laughs> that, was that was so funny. <laughs> but anyway, she she uh, went on to direct Pet Cemetery too, which was a bomb. So she couldn't get a job after that. Uh, later, it went uh, went to Charles Band's Full Moon Features, but. Uh, their budgetary constraints held up the production. So it did finally land up at Joel Silver's Silver Pictures. Uh, it was optioned to be actually the second in a trilogy of Tales from the Crypt movies, but uh, they thought it had more potential than the other two films. Uh, the other two films were Dead Easy and Body Count, but they never got made. Um, so this was quickly sent to production. It was supposed to be out Halloween 94, but it got delayed to January 95. Uh, I actually remember quite well when it came out because we were actually in the middle of a heat wave and uh, you can sit outside in January and you can hear crickets chirping. It was like 80 degrees. It was crazy. Sounds lovely. Uh, and there was actually two versions of the script, one with demons and one without, uh, again, for budgetary reasons. Uh, and the one without demons, the collector was just a Bible salesman who was using a legion of fellow Bible salesmen that were later de- turned out to be demons. But uh, yeah, that's See, what I, I like it. that. That's pretty cool. That, that been, does sound pretty interesting. That could have been uh, a lot of potential. Would have been funny as a cartoon. It'd be like that the, the, the South Park episode with the hippies. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 which one? The one where like Cartman has to like dig through the center and mm-hmm. play Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Man, that's old school South Park. There. Keep going, bro. I've tapped out in the last few seasons, man. I, I couldn't even fucking jive on that shit. Some of the recent ones, holy shit, have been hilarious. I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've watched it since the Imagination Land trilogy. To be honest. Well, I went a little bit farther after that, but not too much. Imagination land. Imagination. (laughs) 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 Fucking A. Okay, come on, Jack. The guy who's got to take care of it all. So they they purposely released it on Friday the 13th in January because they wanted the movies to originally be tied to... uh, Horror weekends such as Friday the 13th or Halloween. I'm sorry, I'm not speaking to my mic again. Um, at the end of the closing credits, the Crypt Keeper announces the forthcoming feature, Dead Easy, which was intended to be the second in the Tales from the Crypt uh, trilogy. It was supposed to be a zombie story set in New Orleans, but it was eventually abandoned. And the third film, Body Count, also went unproduced. So uh, ultimately, Tales from the Crypt trilogy was completed with Demon Knight being followed by Bordello of Blood in 96 <coughs> and a movie called Ritual in 2002, which I've never even heard of. The fuck is those? <laughs> Well, from what I've I thought, seen Bordello, but not Ritual. From what I looked up, Ritual was a it's a movie about voodoo. And <laughs> it was originally had nothing to do with Tales from the Crypt. But when it came out here in America, they just filmed some Crypt Keeper scenes for the beginning and end. So uh, they just really they really just wanted to finish their trilogy. I think. I and, mean, that sounds pretty cool, though. <laughs> you sounds could, like some of the Hellraisers. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what they did with Hellraisers. Yep. They just that's from from four forward. That's exactly what they did. They just made him in the script so they could sell it from five forward. Four was still originally a pinhead movie because hmm. four was uh, bloodline. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bloodline. They originally the studio originally wanted Cameron Diaz for the role of Jerry Lane, but they uh, but the director insisted that they cast Jada Pinkett. The original set was constructed practically in an abandoned airport hangar in Van Nuys, California, uh, says since the bulk of the film was set over the course of a single night, they were allowed to shoot during the day, which makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently birds would nest in the rafters of the set, so uh, it caused audio problems. So before each take, the crew would shoot off blank gunshot. 
Excuse me, to startle the animals. <laughs> I think we're burping up Coke Zero. So. <laughs> Not just me, then? Excuse me. <laughs> no, it's me, too. Uh, the green slime was actually taken from the inside of glow sticks. Oh, okay. Nice. So, yeah. You're not supposed to eat that shit, that's for sure. You're not supposed to eat that. <laughs> yeah, well, you can cover yourself with it. It's sweet for haunted houses. Apparently, after a while, it, it, it can affect you somehow, I heard. It makes you glow. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're a glowing zombie. Nice. Don't eat bath salts. That's the best kind of zombie to be. Very true. <laughs> uh, when the Crypt Keeper's walking around, a puppet head was superimposed over the body of a real actor who was donning a green mask. I knew that. I, actually, I remember uh, years ago they showed the behind-the-scenes stuff on, I think it was Entertainment Tonight, and I remember them showing that shot specifically. The name of the Oh, town, in the beginning when he's doing his little yeah, actor thing. Yeah, when he's walking through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, did you What, the hell? what was his name in the slasher, dude? That was playing the the monster because oh, like John Larroquette. That's just what I was gonna say. That's John Larroquette from Nightcrawler. Thank you. I was like, God damn it, dude! Like, narrator of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Both the original and the remake. Exactly. Yeah, he did both. Yep. TJ Pro doesn't even know who John Larroquette is. Nope. Damn. I'm a young damn youngsters. Nightcrawler. I don't hilarious. know who it is. You're the same age as me, TJ. No excuse. I know. You, you I know. Know. Was he? Wasn't he on like Nightcore or something? Yeah, he was Dan on Nightcore. The fuck is okay, Nightcore? One of the funniest Dude, don't, shows. Don't ever. worry, man. It was before your time. You weren't even swimming in your dad's ball sack. Uh, it was one of the funniest <laughs> shows, TJ. It was fucking hilarious. Okay. Uh, the name of the town breaker ends up in is named Wormwood. Uh, Star Wormwood is considered one of the signs of the biblical apocalypse. Oh. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. See, now you know. Biblical enough. I wouldn't know, I wouldn't have even made that connection. Uh-huh. See, the only thing I knew Wormwood from was fucking uh Nightmare or Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And that's only because my daughter just watched it five fucking times the other day. You <laughs> sat so through it five like, times, didn't you? I did not. But I kept I probably watched the whole movie over the course of the day with how many different scenes I walked in with. So what? So. what go, uh, continuing on with the uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, do you guys consider that Halloween or a Christmas movie? I consider you can watch it from Halloween to Christmas. I agree with that. Okay, but honestly, I don't give a shit for seasonal movies because I'm going to watch it whenever the fuck I want to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Not Christmas though. I got to watch Christmas during Christmas. Fuck that. Yeah, mm. I can't. Uh, I'm not watching Rob the Red Nose Ranger during fucking October, that's for sure. Listen, man, I'm not going to say that I didn't watch Black Christmas this summer. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's, I was that's, feeling that's, that's different. That's yeah, that's horror. horror. Well, that's what I'm talking about, dude. I don't watch oh, just okay, straight well, up normal Christmas. No, fuck that. No, I'm still sticking in the genre. He's watching Rudolph on the rag. Okay, seasonal horror movie. I'm sorry. I should have more specified. Seasonal horror movies year round doesn't fucking matter. All right, fair enough. That works, that. <laughs> uh, continuing on, several concepts, such as the idea of shooting demons in the eyes to send them back to hell, was later used by writers Ethan Reif and Cyrus Voris for the television series Brimstone. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never seen Brimstone. I've never watched that one. I mean, I, never, it sounds never. familiar, but I've never seen it. Might have to look that up. Um, also, this isn't William Sadler's first time in a Tales from the Crypt tale. His first appearance was on the pilot episode as an executioner. Credited as Bill Sadler. By the way, he was also the Grim Reaper in uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. He was. Whoa, that's cool. <laughs> so man. is he going to be in the new one then? From what I understand, yes. Yes. That's awesome. By the way, Bogus Journey is superior to Excellent Adventure. Uh, it's been a hot minute since I've watched it's it. It's been So I can't hot. comment on that. I, I was like, I've watched time. Excellent Adventure way more recently than I have uh, Bogus Journey. That was the one where uh, they had, I just remember the line, it was something like, we got to go get the future us's to help the past us's defeat the evil robot us's. Like, or something along that fucking line. (laughs) Dude, I fucking love the Bill and Ted movies. Uh, Continuing on, um, in an earlier draft of the movie, Frank Breaker's name was originally Cyrus, uh, Silas. This is revealed in the movie novel adaptation. It contains many scenes that would have inflated the budget. There's also a scene in the novel that talks about flying demons attacking them during the time they were going through the tunnels. But again, that was never filmed. And in, uh, I think I already went over this. Uh, in a post credit <laughs> scene, it's 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 fuck uh, you notes. The crackkeeper announces a sequel called, called Dead Easy, also known as Fat Tuesday. It was intended to be a New Orleans zombie romp planned to open on the following Halloween. A planned third film was given the title Body Count. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I already said all this, but. Uh, 
the uh, key from Demon Knight was originally supposed to appear in every part of the trilogy, but it only appeared in Bordello of Blood. That's what's up, though. So the, the keys were supposed to kind of connect them all, but, you know, it never came to be. So unfortunately, we didn't get their original trilogy. We got a kind of half-assed one, but Bordello of Blood was actually pretty damn good, too. We'll have to review that one on a future episode. They had uh, Corey Feldman, didn't it? Yes, it did. Corey Feldman. And he was a vampire. He was a vampire. Been hunting that time. So that was a that was I remember like that airing on Comedy Central like fucking hard, dude, in like the early two thousands. Like any time you go to Comedy Central on the weekends, dude, it would be fucking playing. But I've never seen you know, it. You We're gonna have to put it on the shit. list. You've never seen it? No. Wow. It's a long list. Finally, something. I mean, you know, there's going to be tits and there's going to be awesome cheese and super bun gore. So, you know, and we must watch it. This is a must. And Corey Feldman. So the only disappointing thing in Bordello's Can't blood is the main tits. vampire chick never got naked. All the other vampire oh, chicks were the, naked. The redhead. Yeah. She's really hot. I feel like Jada did uh, not have a bra on in this film. Mm hmm. No, no, no. There was nips. It did, it did not look like it. I mean, <laughs> she, had that fucking, she had that white tank top on. You'd see something like that. Yeah. Oh, of course. Cold. It's not Jada Pinkett Smith, though. It's it's, it's different. Anyway. It's uh, the same girl. Wrong one, before wrong she was one, married. Yeah, whatever, Chad. Whatever. <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me Clinton didn't kill Epstein. Okay. So. Anything else? No, that's all my behind-the-scenes stuff, okay. guys. Well, Johnny D, what's Woo! your question? Alrighty, so knowing the like what the fuck he's in for, and it seemed like his little key was pretty full of blood. Why didn't he just batten down the hatches when he got to the hotel without even ever having to deal with shit? I and don't just, like, think that he expected him to find him that quickly. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It just seemed like he was always on his ass. So it seems like he would have just been fucking used to that shit by now. Yeah, I think I think I agree. Why would he stop to eat a bowl of slop when he should have been, you know, fortifying it? Because he had to know he was coming because he saw the stars lining up on his hand. Right. That's how you know you're coming. Well, it, it was. Didn't you see the hair on the palms growing? Um <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Spider-Man reference. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, to perpetuate the story further. And then uh, I do have a secondary question, and that would be if you could actually make that beginning scene a full movie, would you be down for it? Because I was into it. The car chase. No, 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 at the no, very no, no, beginning. No. They, oh, 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 the, the Crypt like Keeper's Like the cold open yeah. or whatever you want to call that shit. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That, like, that should have been a movie, too. I love when they do that shit, dude, because, like, I was really fucking feeling it, and then it's, like, the cut, and I was like, oh, no, I wanted to keep going. Like, yeah, they kind of threw you a curveball there. I thought so, too. I was thought, like, oh, we're going to see more of this shit, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, douche of the movie would be Billy Zane's character. No. I would Roach. say Roach. Roach. Oh, Roach was not likable from the first second you met him. Okay. I, I'd agree. Shit, I fucking hated him. Although I did like that he was getting his nipples fucking zapped with a car battery. <laughs> that was pretty fucking dope. Ah, my I mean, nipples are smoking. Said, my nipples are getting zapped. <laughs> okay, so they're smoking like or something like that. Yeah, they were smoking. <laughs> what is your favorite fucking kill, a, dude? <laughs> again. Favorite kill. And through the head. Easily. Oh. Uh, Mine is the machete antler combo. That that hand through the head was mine. I'll take it any day. Chad? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Sorry, you guys are cutting out really bad. We're cutting out? What do you mean we're cutting out? You're cutting out. Yeah. What the hell? You're here and then you're not. What? What? Are we disappearing? Houdini, hello, hello. It's happening. All right, now I can hear you guys clear and go. Good, right, thank it. you. I'm upgrading to gigabit internet this week, so. Cha-cha-cha! Ooh, fancy. All right. <clears throat> so, 
I don't know. My kills were a toss up, honestly, and I can't really decide between uh, Roach's death, which I just personally love the sporadicness of it. Because I lied. Well, <laughs> well I just like that they come out of all the fucking angles, dude. It's just like, <laughs> super fucking fast, just super visceral. But honestly, the first one where uh, Zane kills the police chief, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, that was just great. Like, that was just fun. That was like, yep, this movie's fucking starting. Like, I, it was perfect. Like, I can't even remember the line, but it, his it was face just, lights up when he puts his hand through it. Like, <laughs> And then I like how he just fucking like kind of like wipes it off, like fucking like, oh, breaks the sign. Crazy. Like he he had that whole like yeah, I just did that. What the fuck are you gonna do about I, it? I think I'm gonna agree with you guys just because the whole comedic effect uh, aspect of he couldn't get the dude's head off of his hand after he punched it through his head. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, that that or I'm also kind of torn between that and um, the actual not not the act but um, the kind of vision that he gave Jerry Lane. With uh, Breaker's corpse and the demons are just sitting there eating it. Oh, oh yeah, that. that was pretty sweet. But that wasn't an dude, actual death, so I don't think you can count that. Dude, the effects in this movie was just fucking on, man. We're top like, notch. Oh, dude, I miss this shit. Like, just the nastiness of the demons, dude. The like, only how, effect, that whole metamorphosis, dude. It was great. See, that's oh, the only effect that didn't work for me was the little kid turning into the demon and his whole head stretching because it was, it was not well performed so the comic book was possessed i don't know man it's a crypt creeper movie dude or tales, kinda, of, tales from the crypt like i kind of take it with that like okay but yeah that is a good question how did the comic book possess the little kid I, it was just a plot to hold you know again something to perpetuate the story but then again exactly. i don't think it's really the comic book possessing him so much as it was just the collector in his mind because that's how he took over cordelia and how he took over um yeah, that's true. Any of them, really. Oakley doakley. So, best scene, motherfuckers. Hmm. Uh, Zane's dance, dude. I like, yeah, I like whenever he they all come up the steps with the demons, and he's, like, doing that little dance, and he's, like, looking in the rooms and stuff, and he's being very eccentric. And he's saying, come on, everybody, time to play. Yes. <laughs> Unless he shoots him in the eye with an arrow, or Breaker shoots him in the eye with an arrow. <laughs> That or uh, when he goes out and he actually like he's like, all right, enough of this fucking cowboy pony bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah that's I like that scene. Yeah, he just finally says I had enough of this shit. Fuck this cowboy shit. Because he was a cowboy in Tombstone, so he probably thought that's enough of this. Played that shit once. <laughs> oh, I didn't even no, fucking he, correlate wait. that. He was an actor in Tombstone. He wasn't a ta- he wasn't a cowboy. Oh, but he was he was part yeah. of that whole thing. I completely forgot he was even in that until you said that. A lot for, of movies. Oh shit, that's a been a long time since I've seen that. A lot of movies. That's a fucking movie. It's a really good movie. So, 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 so keep going, keep going, keep this. Okay, going. so uh, we're still going with best scene. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go with that scene where he's where he does the cow, cowboy, cowboy shit. shit. Yeah, and he, he cuts his hand open and makes the demons pop up. I thought that was a really cool scene. Yeah. Uh, did the opening scene wait Johnny do you have a best scene uh, yeah it was dancing okay. like not the, probably the uh, the stairwell one like I like the cowboy one the one where he was doing like that full on like breakdown it was just I don't know I fucking laughed my ass off at that shit okay did the opening scene hook you in well yeah because you thought you were watching you're starting to watch a different movie yeah it's it very started true. off with a naked girl in the bathtub pretty much What's wrong with I saw that? Tits and I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> the next <It> question. <laughs> the next question is going to be impossible for us to answer. Best tits, really. Best hits, hottest girl. Well, we saw quite a few pairs in that one scene alone. Yeah. I'm going to say all of them. All of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah we will disagree that boobies rock in this film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> boobies are meant to be handled with care. I mean, dude, just even that first set in the first two minutes, you're like, wow. All right. This is, yeah, like, you know what to expect. Those look fake, though. I'm sorry. Listen, Bobby, <laughs> if you can touch them, they're real enough, bro. And that's <laughs> all that true. <laughs> if it don't feel right, it ain't right. Yeah. Okay, do you the score set it. the mood. Okay, real, get off the fake tits sorry. debate. Get off the fake tits debate. Where do you score- stand on it? Exactly. Tits or tits. There you go, buddy. I'm gonna. I I I, I don't know where I stand because I can't honestly say I've ever touched a fake pair. Chad, we got to change really? that. 
You've never been to a titty bar? <laughs> Look, but There's don't touch. <laughs> and that is why bar. John is banned from three titty bars. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> did the score set the mood? Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good score, actually. Okay. Yeah, they Fuck. did really well with it. Fucking ooh. 90s rock, dude, all the fucking way. And he's cheese and rock. Can't get better. The best song. Ooh, I'm gonna go with uh, Diadems by uh, Megadeth. Oh, that's a good one. It's a good one. I don't fucking know. It, the, the, <sighs> there's just <laughs> so much. Do. There's so much. I'll go with. I Megadeth. mean, it's a good I'll soundtrack. Go Megadeth, honestly, I'll go with Megadeth. I gotta go with Pantera. I gotta go with Cemetery Gates. Oakley, Oakley, neutering. Oh, I completely forgot. Um, I'm going with um, Megadeth. Uh, they're one of my favorites, and they never. Uh, same here. And so, that's why it's so hard for me to pick, because I absolutely love Megadeth, but uh, Pantera. Having actually seen Pantera in concert, I got to go with them. Okay. So, favorite character? Uh, I'd have to say Jada Pinkett's character. Really? Mm-hmm. I like. I like how uh, you know throughout the whole movie she's like, you know, not a main character. But there's that subplot with her. And then at the end, you know, she is the person. She's like Sigourney Weaver, an alien. Exactly. Even yeah, completely down to the climax yeah. of the movie in her underwear. Yeah. And rock star. That is true. That's so I didn't, I didn't even draw that draw that analogy until just now. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but I actually go with Collector. He was my favorite. Uh, yeah. Billy Zane. Billy Collector. Zane. Yeah. He's, he's just so likable. He's the bad guy and he's still fun as hell. Uh, he kept it. He kept it comical but serious at the same time. Mm-hmm. I uh, not to like jump on that bandwagon. Obviously, I have to say collect, but because that's already been said twice, I will throw out my uh, second round pick, and that had to be Uncle Willie. I, I was waiting for because <laughs> I mean, dude, you know, the they're di- just like Dick Miller. Um, you, you need, a, you can't you need a dude Miller. to play a drunk guy, and fucking Dick Miller shows up, dude. Like, Angry janitor from Chopping Mall. He's played the police guy. He's been with Gremlins. You couldn't watch an stuff. 80s or 90s movie without Dick Miller in it. I swear to God. He was in everything. There's a garbage man in the Burbs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched hey, the Burbs in a minute. About that. <laughs> okay. But, uh, no, he had the way to go out, man. All them girls, dude. Like, even if he was going to die, you know, if I, I guess I'd rather have that vision out of anything. Drunk and surrounded <laughs> right. by titties. Show. Was it scary? I will admit I jumped once or twice. I don't remember so if I did. I've seen it a lot. No, not for me. Okay, killing machine. <laughs> Where did you jump? I'm interested to know. Uh, whenever uh, Dick Miller's character jumped out from behind the door. Okay. Oh, yeah. Those are some good jump scares, dude. Especially if you had the fucking surround going. Yeah, boy. You can't remember the other it, one. Uh, okay, if it's if it scared TJ, then I'm going to say, yeah, it's, it can be scary. Yeah. Because I've never heard him be scared by any movie. Scary for him, but yeah, it's. What I mean, like, dude, if you were younger, if you were like a kid sneaking this, dude, I've I jumped could see that from, fucking scaring the shit out. Oh, of dude, you. I'm sitting on my computer last night watching this, and Harper kept wanting to jump up my lap and watch <laughs> it. I'm like, no, no, you're not watching a scary movie. <laughs> and like, time, you're two Daddy. years. He's gonna old. see those demons, dude, and them green eyes are just gonna be fucking in his nightmares. Like, I don't dude. need you like, having bad dreams. <laughs> I've jumped three times watching movies this year. Once uh, was the first time I watched Terrifier. Uh, awesome movie. That is just such a disturbing movie. I love the second one was the new Child's Play, and ooh, yeah, that was a good one, dude. I liked that. It was incredible. And then the third one would be this film. So, all right, yep. That's uh, that's where's company where, to keep. Uh, what part of Child's Play? Because Child's Play did get me when a couple times. I'll fully admit uh, that. The car scene, whenever okay, he's guys, don't chilling. Spo- don't spoil it. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Don't spoil it. <laughs> don't spoil it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. When is um, this shit coming out, man? I need to look that month, up. Uh, next month. Next month. It's on September. Yeah, Chad, scour the internet. That. Find us a copy. I will. Right now. It's going to be out by October. You watch. It, is, it's, oh, it yeah, comes out late right. September. Oakley. Oh, Oakley. Nice. Okay, there you go. See, it's going to be ready in time. Does it hold up today, motherfuckers? Hell yes. Tales from the Crypt. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Premium. Yeah, it. You already kind of know what to expect by just the who makes it. So, it, dude, it's a, it's perfect, man. It's a perfect, great action horror movie. Now, the next question 
I'm going to have to interpret it because it was the acting good or bad. It was intentionally over the top. So good. I want to say it was good. Yeah, it was intentionally Tales from the Crypt over the top ish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it definitely, was, especially it was, it Dick was Miller. It meant to be in your face. Dick Miller and uh, Billy Zane were the two best actors in this whole goddamn movie. You know, honestly, even Thomas Hayden Church, man, like he played a douche through and through and like you fucking hated him. Which, like, is, which is really funny because it's like the complete opposite. I remember on the, uh, at the time they were doing this, he was on that show called Wings, that little sitcom. And he was like, oh, a complete, yeah, and he was like the complete right. opposite of his character because he was like the the goofy janitor or something. Wasn't he in that show or something? He was like kind of it was great. Goofy. He was getting his nipples fucking to me, too. Yeah. So he was like a, he was like complete opposite. He's also uh, the bad guy in the George of the Jungle. He was also the Sandman in Spider-Man 3, but we won't talk about Spider-Man 3. Emo spiders. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, moving forward. (laughs) Moving forward. Dude, do you like (laughs) Do you like the cinematography? Absolutely. Uh for what it is, it's very well done and it matches the movie. It fits the Tales from the Crypt vibe. Exactly. Yeah, dude. I mean it's one set piece. It's you know, the hotel's not that big, so they're really stuck with very small confines, and I thought they did great with it. They made it work better than that fucking beach house in the mutilator. <laughs> <laughs> you right, you right. <laughs> the beach house, you mean the fucking basement of the beach house. Yeah. That's all we ever saw, I saw. No, 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 the, the one part of the beach house, the basement, and then the beach. Yeah. The rest of it we didn't fucking see. Hey, we did get that really cool pool scene, though, with the murkiest milky water. <laughs> Yeah, I still want to know. What, I still don't know what that fucking tent was they had over the goddamn It was pool. weird. Uh, what do they? Is that a real thing? It do people actually do that? Probably you air conditioning, that. dude. That's you something can? you could get. So you could go in your pool during the winter. Really? What? Or so you can grow fucking weed in or your you pool. <laughs> or so you could have a naked girl in there, have her shoot some milk, and you get milky water. Oh, First of all, oh, if you're good enough, you don't need a cover to get a naked girl in a pool. <laughs> Talk about it. Depends Talk about pool. it, John. Talk about these experiences you've had. These experiences? <laughs> I'm married, dude. It's not that hard. It's like, hey, let's go skinny dipping. All right. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. All right. Premise. Yes. Premise? Yeah, he has a great premise. Yeah, I like the way it ended that there's a new one. Something's coming. Yeah. A new one's around. It, uh... I did like the premise. It felt like it borrowed from a lot of different things. I'll say that. And I feel like you guys probably agree. Like very evil. Dead. <laughs> I, I, a lot of it felt evil dead to me, which doesn't bother me, dude. Cause you know, obviously I fucking love that series, but uh, no man, it's still cool. Dude. Like I like the whole, that it wasn't just one person that was like the hero. It was a pass along thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like more than one. It, uh, I feel like, dude, if Feast wasn't fucking based, like if the guy who made Feast didn't fucking love this movie, because I feel like that was like almost like a, com- dude, there's just so many similarities to that. I mean, yeah, and that's like kind of a parody movie movie. in itself, but. Yeah, that is true. I haven't watched that in a while. Me neither. Did you watch the second one? No. I saw bits and pieces of it. Bro, they kill a kid and it's the most ridiculous fucking death ever. That's all I'm going to say. Go watch it. (laughs) I'm going to get YouTube up right now as we're talking. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, guys. So do we got a rating? I'm going to give this a solid four out of five. Chad. Ooh. Four is a bit high. I'm going to give it three, three, seven, five, 3.75. Johnny. Go solid three, five, bud. And Bobby. Uh. The four. I give it a four because it's Tales from the Crypt. I give it for what it is. I give that a four because three point eight out of five Gordon Moore rating. Right on. Absolutely. I think that's pretty solid. I, I'd say that's spot on, actually. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I want to give it a four, but I just feel three point seven five is uh, is is a good, good, good enough rating for it. I'm gonna round up to four anyway. The seven's higher. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so that that's it for Gormor. So let's do that shilling. Uh, I'll do it, so you guys don't have to. Good, because I have to look up and see what our next movie is. Anyway. Okay, so just a friendly reminder that the Gormor podcast is part of the Do Back Discussion Podcast Network, featuring other great podcasts such as the Wicked Wednesdays podcast, the Rabbit Hole podcast, Jerk the Curtain Do Back Discussion, Hall of Heroes, Dream Warrior Review, and soon to come Do Back Sports. Find those all on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, and over at DoBackDiscussion.net, your source for pop culture and much more. And also, like the beginning of the fucking episode said, visit our tea public and get that swag, you loser. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of the Gore and More podcast. Chad, what do we got next week? Next week is one of your favorites, Blood Rage. Also known as Slasher, and it is going to... Oh, so has anybody other else other than me seen this? No. No. Nope. Okay. Is this the Thanksgiving one? This is the Thanksgiving one. <laughs> nice. It. Uh, what happened was, to my knowledge, is they filmed this. It got a very limited release, and then it popped up again in 2017 and got an arrowed release. So we got this really cool movie that was kind of lost to time. And there's very cool special effects. And the characters are over the top, like uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 over the top. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Garbage day. Yeah, so it's not garbage day. It's That's not cranberry sauce. Uh <gasps> <laughs> It is I always hope there's like a grandma. Like, grandma, that's not cranberry sauce. It's really weird because I'll, I'll just spoil one little scene. He's like covered in blood and he's like standing to go get a shower. And he like goes to take off his shirt and he sees blood. And he like takes his finger and he like wipes it and then he licks it. And he's like, that's not cranberry sauce. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sold. Yeah. That, that's, it sounds like that's, the movie Rabbit Grannies. It's a scene like that. In a and movie like that. this is like one of those movies where Joe Bob Briggs would have that big list of different types of kills, you know, like body cut in half, uh, full decapitation. Oh, man, I missed that. Uh, arm being completely cut off. Uh, can, soda can gripping stuff like that. Like, it's just fucking really nuts. And the opening scene just like fucking hits you like really hard. It's just like, oh, we're going to set the tone for the movie by killing someone. And showing it the whole, showing the whole fucking thing. Like, have you guys ever seen pieces? Yes. So you know how it actually shows the axe connecting to the mother's face. Yeah. Does it again oh. with the hatchet? Yes. <laughs> and it shows right. the damage progressively happen. So I was really, yeah. So like they filmed, like the guy reacting, put more makeup on, filmed again, put more blood and makeup on, then filmed it again. And it's really well done because the guy just progressively gets more fucked up. But you guys just have to watch it to understand. It's it's such a cool film, and you guys will be like, "Fuck, where has this been?" It's awesome. It's it's really cool. This but, was what late eighties that came out originally. Eighty seven. I want to say eighty seven. Yeah. Word. And that was kind of like a low point in horror, honestly. I thought. Uh huh. This is this was was a, a high point. This is a really. I thought the late eighties was just like fucking uber sequel after sequel. Like there wasn't too many original things it, besides it, like it kind of was, but that was also that also the late eighties, like around eighty seven, gave us like Lost Boys, Hellraiser, Child's Play. Right. I was gonna say Hellraiser and Child's Play for sure. You know, like Lost Boys, I like, but there was a what's the one? Um, and I'm, of course, now I'm fucking drawing a blank. Um, there's another one in it, dude, with the kid, guy from like Aliens and Terminator and shit. Near uh, Dark, Bill Paxton. Near what Dark. The fuck? Oh, Near Dark. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Why has this dude, been brought I, up so much in conversations recently? I think Bobby and I talked a, about this at Monster movie. Mania dude, as well. Dude, I'm telling you right now, it's a really good movie. Dude, I loved it. Bobby, did we not talk about this in the hotel room at Monster Mania? talked about it briefly i think that's a movie that at some point in the future has to make it as a review yeah i'd, I'd like to see it, it. Actually, really, I haven't is, seen it. it really I know, is good and i know we discussed it really briefly during our lost boys episode too okay. put it to you this way just look up the image of bill paxton like damaged yeah he's like half burnt yeah just look at it there and you kind of go what the fuck is going on in this movie? You that's the exact watch. reason why I watched it, dude. It's funny you said that. Go back to that's what I look at it and go, Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> hey, man. Go Paxton, dude. Is, 
one of my favorite movies of his, dude. And if we ever did it, I, it's not, not as gory, but it was a uh, frailty. And I definitely feel like that. that I would one. say the, that's a really that good, was a one. good one. Just because you think he's completely batshit crazy. And at the end, it turns out he's not. Oh, fucking right. Dude. You know what movie I'd like to do, but it's modern horror. But I believe it is a Clive Barker film. The Midnight. I'm Moon down. Train. That that movie gave my wife Midnight nightmares. <laughs> I yeah. shit you not. We watched that together when we were dating and it gave her nightmares. <laughs> I, uh, I just remember it having terrible CGI in one part, but the rest of the movie was actually really good. Uh, it ends up with a bunch of Hillary Clintons. It's fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> and any movie that they rip out Bradley Cooper's tongue, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, actually, I'm a fan of Ted Raimi, dude. So anytime Ted Raimi's there, you know. Actually, that's not fair to say because he is Rocket in the Guardians of the Galaxy yes. movies, and that's the only movies of his I actually like aside from that. You haven't watched... Uh, a Star is Born? No. You feel really good for him for that movie. Also, Not another one, kind of Silver Lining Playbook? I have seen that, and he was okay in that. Okay. It was it was tolerable, but barely. I just want to let you know that I'm swinging my Voorhees dagger around while we were recording. Yeah, you fucker. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't even shown me that yet. <laughs> Here, Chad. <laughs> can you handle this? It's the only way to destroy a Voorhees. Uh, <laughs> well, guys, thank you, you know, for listening to this, quote, shit show. Uh, shout out to our fans, Hannah Fox and Cameron Miller, for uh, keeping the shit show alive over on our group chat, the Gore and More group chat. Uh, we booted that bitch back up, and it is fucking horrible. If you want interested, PM me. Uh, <laughs> Just be, be prepared for some very inappropriate memes. Yes. <laughs> our fans are not kind people. Anyway. <laughs> it's hilarious talking with her through that thing. Oh, guys, I, I just want to point out here, after... Um, the next episode, we only have 13 more movies lined up, so we need to sit down and discuss and pick out uh, some more. This Ooh. will get us... Uh, got a I got a couple. Almost to the end of the year, so um, we'll sit down and map out the rest, because originally when we done this, we were going to be every other week, and now we're doing it every week, so we got to pump out more content. Yes, it's good. The fans love the content. Love <laughs> So we're going to turn it up to 11 here at Dubak, and then we're also going to skadoosh out of here. So that's the host with the most signing off. This is your Dark Lord of Knowledge signing off. This is Big Johnny D saying, see you later. Killing Machine saying, kill you later.
die. Demons night, a night to die.